Hello and welcome to day 231 of the Orthodox Study Bible in One Year podcast. Today we'll be reading from Job chapters 39 and 40, the Proverbs of Solomon chapter 9 verses 7 through 11, and the first book of Corinthians chapter 1. Let us begin with Job chapter 39. Do you know the time when the wild rock goats bear young, and do you mark when the deer gives birth? Do you number the full months of childbearing, and have you relieved their pangs? Have you reared their young without fear, and have you sent away their pangs? Their young ones will break forth, they will be multiplied with offspring, they depart and do not return. Who set the wild donkey free? Who loosed his bonds? I made the wilderness his dwelling, and the salt lands his house. He scorns the great multitude of the city. He does not heed the blame of the tax collector. He will survey the mountains as his pasture, and he seeks out every green thing. Will the wild ox be willing to serve you? Will he bed Will he bed by your manger? Can you bind his yoke with ropes, or will he plow furrows for you in the field? Do you trust him because his strength is great, or will you commit your works to him? Will you trust him to bring home your seed and gather it to your threshing floor? The wings of the falcon wave proudly, but are her wings and pinions like the kindly storks? For the falcon leaves her eggs on the ground and warms them in the dust. She has forgotten that a foot will scatter them or that wild animals will trample them. She hardens herself against her young ones as though they were not hers. She labors in vain without concern because God deprived her of wisdom and did not endow her with understanding. When she lifts herself on high, she scorns the horse and its rider have you given the horse horse strength have you clothed his neck with a mane have you put on him a suit of armor and made his breast glorious with courage he paws exultingly in the valley and goes forth with strength into the plain. He mocks at battle when he sees it, nor does he turn back from the sword. The bow and the sword resound against him, and his rage would destroy the earth. He will not believe until the trumpet sounds, for at the blast of the trumpet he says, Good, well done. He smells the battle from afar with its leaping and shouting. Does the hawk remain steady by your understanding and spread its rigid wings looking toward the south? Does the eagle mount up at your command and the vulture remain sitting over its nest on the crag of a hidden rock? From there it spies out the prey, its eyes observe from afar, its young ones roll themselves in blood, and where the slain are, immediately they are found. Job chapter 40. Moreover, the Lord God answered Job and said, Will anyone pervert judgment with the mighty one? He who rebukes God will answer for it. Then Job answered and the Then Job answered the Lord and said, Why am I still judged and admonished? Even if I rebuke the Lord, hear such things, and am nothing? But what answer will I give to these things? I will put my hand over my mouth. I have spoken once. I will not do so a second time. The Lord yet answered Job out of the cloud and said, No, rather, gird up your waist like a man, for I will question you and you shall answer me. Do you not reject my judgment? Do you think I have dealt with you in any other way than might appear to you to be righteous? Have you an arm like the Lord's, or can you thunder with a voice like his? Assume now majesty and power, and clothe yourself with glory and honor. Send forth messengers with wrath, and humble every insolent man. 
Extinguish the arrogant man and consume at once the ungodly. Hide them together in the earth and fill their faces with disgrace. Then I will also admit that your own right hand can save you. But look now at the wild animals with you. They eat grass like oxen. Behold now, his strength is in his loins, and his power is in the center of his stomach. He sets up his tail like a cypress, his nerves are tightly knit, his ribs are like ribs of bronze, and his backbone like bars of iron. This is the ruler of the Lord's creation, made to be mocked at by his angels. When he goes up to a rough mountain, he causes joy to the four footed animals in Tartarus. He lies under trees of every kind alongside the papyrus and reed and bulrush. The great trees shade him with their branches, so do the branches of the willow. If there should be a flood, he will not notice it. He is confident. Though the Jordan beats against his mouth, though he takes it in his eyes, or one pierces his nose with a snare, will you catch the serpent with a hook and put a halter about his nose? Or will you fasten a ring in his nose or pierce his lip with a hook? Will he speak to you in prayer softly with the voice of a suppliant? Will he make a covenant with you? Will you take him as a servant forever? Will you play with him as with a bird? Or will you cage him as a sparrow for a child? Do the nations feed upon him? Will they apportion him among the nations of the Phoenicians? All the ships come together would not be able to bear the mere skin of his tail, or carry his head with fishing vessels. Once you lay your hand on him, remembering the battle waged by his mouth, let it not be done again. Proverbs of Solomon, chapter 9, verse 7. He who chastises evil men shall receive dishonor to himself, and he who reproves the ungodly man shall be blamed himself. Do not reprove evil men so they may not hate you. Reprove a wise man, and he will love you. Give the opportunity to a wise man, and he will be wiser. Instruct a righteous man, and he shall continue to receive it. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the counsel of saints is understanding. For to know the law is characteristic of a good mind. For in this manner you will live a long time, and the years of your life shall be increased. First Book of Corinthians chapter 1 Paul, called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God, and Sothenus, our brother, to the church of God, which is at Corinth, to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints, with all who in every place call on the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, both theirs and ours. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God always concerning you for the grace of God which was given to you by Christ Jesus, that you were enriched in everything by him in all utterance and all knowledge, even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you, so that you come short in no gift, eagerly waiting for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will also confirm you to the end, that you may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, by whom you were called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Now I plead with you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. For it had been declared to me concerning you, my brethren, by those of Chloe's household, that there are contentions among you. Now I say this, that each of you says, I am of Paul, or I am of Apollos, or I am of Cephas, or I am of Christ. 
is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God that I baptized none of you except Crispus and Gaius, lest anyone should say that I had baptized in my own name. Yes, I also baptized the household of Stephanus. Besides, I do not know whether I baptized any other. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of no effect. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For since in the wisdom of God... The world through wisdom did not know God. It pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believed. For Jews request a sign, and Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified to the Jews a stumbling block, and to the Greeks foolishness. But to those who are called, both Jews and Greek, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. For you see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty, and the base things of the world and the things which are despised God has chosen, and the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence, but of him you are in Christ Jesus, who become for us wisdom from God and the righteousness and sanctification and redemption, that, as it is written, he who glories, let him glory in the Lord. Thank you for joining me on day 231 of the Orthodox Study Bible in One Year podcast. Tune in next time for day 232.